Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, this is Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane. This is the area where we get men, boys, non-binary, trans women, everyone in between. We drill into their heads and we try and work out what is masculinity. Doesn't matter what a biological man is. What is masculinity? Masculinity is going nowhere. I don't care what wobbly bits are hanging off your body. Newsflash, masculinity is going nowhere. And we are trying to, the same way they sequenced DNA in the 90s, this is as big a project. This is Watson and Crick, but for the masculine mind. How does men's brains work? How does the masculine mind work? And how does it control various aspects of our society? Important aspects of our society. Danny Dyer, I've had to drop a documentary saying that it's really hard to be manly now. And what does manliness mean? I can't wait to watch that. This is a conversation that's sadly going nowhere. I want to become redundant. I want the conversation about masculinity to stop. But still it continues. And today I'm joined by Sam Prince, your highness, from Made in Chelsea, um, who's also, uh, as well as obviously you'll know him from being on TV and a media personality, is an entrepreneur in the area of green industries. Would that be a fair description? Yeah, I've always been fascinated by sustainability, fascinated that every single day we are damaging our planet in some ways and i feel like it's become accepted and i feel as since i was a young age i've been completely obsessed with the with the fact that um something needs to be done about it and i feel like not much is done i think it's very hush hush people have become more concerned i feel like over the last couple of years but uh, yeah it's always been an obsession of mine since i was at school and are you are you starting businesses in this area? Are you looking to invest in wind or renewables, or are you or are you looking to go go be a consultant and go into businesses and how they can streamline their use of packaging? How if you would just commercialize your interest, what sort of form would you dream of that taking, or what are you doing already? So I, I've just actually recently sold a tea company which I owned for three years, and it was tea at a reasonable price. But at the same time, we're pushing sustainability. All, all packaging is sustainable, sustainable across the board. Not just that, I have a houseplant company called Bella, and that is completely sustainable. And we're just about to offset all our carbon emissions completely. I think it's very difficult for startups to try and be sustainable. Cost for everything is going up, especially with everything that's going on in the world. It's very hard to be a startup, live and thrive, but also be sustainable. That's just been my main focus point with all companies I've been involved with, is just making sure that I'm doing my tiny bit. So my footprint is clean and not completely dirty which i think is so easy to do talking of dirty we're also joined by Lindsay kane uh, <laughs> my wife 
Lindsay, welcome, welcome. We will be talking about sustainability and green. You know, I have to. I should probably declare my bias. I don't really put my politics into my stand-up. I take the piss out of everyone equally. Whoever's in the news, I am, however. Uh, a Green Party member, so I don't want that to like be dug up and say that I was pushing an agenda. I've never ever pushed green stuff. It's just a coincidence. Sam's ended up on the show. It's another coincidence that fans of Man Baggage will know we did a special just a couple of weeks ago about something called eco anxiety, which seems to disproportionately affect people aged eighteen to twenty five, but it's affecting everyone aged eighteen to eighty, which is where you you're thinking about the environment you know we have to make changes you know you should be doing more and you get so anxious you end up doing nothing so it ends up producing the same result as gary and terry who want the planet to burn down in may you end up accidentally allying with brexit bulldog gary because you're doing nothing yeah i mean i can actually relate to that when i was at school i remember we were watching david attenborough and we were talking about global warming and it only came to my attention when I was about 13, the fact that there is actually this huge crisis going on, which is almost completely, people are very silent about, really. people It's very kind of, not many people talk about it. And I actually do relate to that eco-anxiety because you're always thinking, so wait, in 50 years' time, is the planet going to still be a safe place like it is today? Wow. Wow, I didn't even think of it like that. Well, this is the end result. So let's talk about one of the ways we can be better not just to the planet but to each other in relationships in in all aspects but i just thought it was interesting that you're coming from this vibe sam we're talking about altruism today if you don't know what it means we're going to use two definitions because otherwise we'll be locked in an ethics and philosophy discussion about whether something is genuinely altruistic so we're going to go with having or showing an unselfish concern for the welfare of others meaning Yes, I've got a green part vote, green thing in my window. Am I showing off a bit to look good? Probably, but I'm doing some good stuff at the same time. So we're allowed to include, we're including that today. Okay. We're including slightly fake ass altruism as well. Not not cynical, but having or showing an unselfish concern. But I think true altruism, listeners, is very rare where you'll do anything to hide the fact that you've done good. You don't you you don't want anyone to know. So you want it to be the truest, purest altruism. One of my favorite people ever to have done that in another series I make called Evil Genius was Bernard Manning, the racist, posthumously cancelled comedian who behind the scenes was sending money to African charities to help people of colour abroad, but did everything to hide it. He was good in private and an arsehole on screen. A weird type of inverted altruism. Little pub fact for you guys. The first thing I want to ask you, Sam, is where we always start. It's a difficult question for guests, but just answer in terms of your, you know, mums, dads, friends, aunties, uncles, cousins. Are men or women more altruistic in your experience? I think men. Really? I think men try and play it cool. I think they they try and not open up about certain things. I think they just generally try and keep it between them to themselves and don't like to shout about it. But it depends. It's that's such a difficult question because it's in your experience, so it's, it's totally valid. So, so this happens all the time, isn't it? Where people give to charity and then don't then don't tell anyone. Then people like they're such selfish pricks with all the money. That's true altruism. Like, but... They're giving loads to charity, but you don't know about it, wanker at home who gives fuck all. Yeah, but it, but even if you do know about it, it would still be altruistic. If you give a hundred grand to Bernardo's, it's still an act of altruism. Yeah. Even if you like do sad face on Facebook and milk it for likes, as most cynical CUNTs <laughs> would, me included. Yes. Here I am donating to the needy children. Oh, my abs are out in the next picture. Come see me on tour. Three stages. Oh, I hate it when people <laughs> give to like the homeless and they'll film it, like giving them someone, you know, it's like, why do you have to film that moment? But 
but I refuse to shame it because if we lived in a culture where people were narcissists obsessed with looking good, who cares? If money's being handed out to the homeless, I can tolerate uh, an attention-seeking picture of someone doing it as long as they're actually handing the money across on a regular basis. I'm all for this. Is this is the other thing we need? Even with the green issues, we need to leverage the selfish side to create unselfish outcomes. If we all try and think we're going to turn into nuns and give away all our income and live with windmills in a green paradise, it's fucking half the country never going to be like that. If you want to speak to more fiscally conservative people on the green issues, for example, and tell them there is a cynical, exciting, amazing new way to make money called wind farms, called sustainability. Join me on my self-obsessed capitalist journey. Great. Who gives a shit? There's more windmills. There's more sustainability. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Altruism yeah. can be, I'm all for leveraging selfish for unselfish. What's wrong with that? I also feel like with social media nowadays, people feel like they have to fucking document everything. And I feel like yeah. I actually don't hate it. I feel like people are documenting so many things because they're doing good. And I guess the more good they do, the more clicks and likes they get. So yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a good thing. It was fine to mock it. That's how, that's my job and it's fine to mock it. But let's not. Imagine if the person who's currently getting likes for handing out £100 to... Isn't Mr. Beast on YouTube, like one of the biggest YouTubers in the world? Isn't that his whole premise? He goes and, and does amazing stunts handing money out to people and yeah. films it and then in turn earns millions of pounds. You know, it's a virtuous circle. With oh, I've never even thought of it like that, actually. I think it's great. I think women are more are more likely to be... Like, see, I'm very lucky because I've got my mum and dad and, you know, both sets of grandparents when they were alive that were very selfless and would do anything for anyone. So, But I do think generally women are probably more caring because they have to... They're pregnant and they bring children to the world. I think they have to put themselves aside... So I think it's I think it's easier for a man to not to not care as much sometimes. Not for much longer. Two male mice just had a baby. Be scared, ladies. <laughs> Baby's in the bum coming soon. I'll have a baby with my bum. Right. <laughs> it's coming, ladies. So once a synthetic womb is invented and a realistic vulva sex toy, tata. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. We're out the window. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other subject, by the way. Why, why the stigma of men's sex toys produce and make a note, of that, a note of that. I mean, of women, you can go to a woman's house, open a drawer and it's full of vibrators and everyone's like, oh my God, hey, what toys have you got? Let's discuss them. Open a man's drawer and if there's a fake latex bum in there, no one speaks to him for a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right, is it? Yeah. That's sexism. Russell, what's in your coffee? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, it just occurred to me. I can't bear injustice. I want to be free to pound a fake latex Botty. Anyway, <laughs> so do you think people that are too altruistic? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think? <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What about if altruism is seen as weakness? You know people that are, we all know them, that are, I just spend my life doing things for others. I'll live in rags and I can't afford to feed my own family, but it's worth it. Uh, you know people that take it too far. Can it be a weakness? Oh, I think it. I think it probably could be a weakness if they're constantly trying to please other people. I think it probably could. It probably could be quite draining if they're not looking after themselves. I think that it's an insecurity. Ah. You, like I know someone that would put on Facebook, be like, "Oh, it's hot outside," so I put a table out with lemonade and juice for the postman and the binmen to drink. Just do it. You don't need to announce yeah. it. No one cares. I just do that good okay. thing because you want to do it. No, but you don't need to announce it. And it's just like, what a wanker. I just don't, I don't, I, and then I mute them then. How, how do you balance your desire to help others with the need to take care of yourself? If you're programmed that way, Sam, as you clearly are, you're throwing your weight behind sustainability and greenish. I'm assuming you're like that in your personal life as well. Can you get quite sort of hung up with what other people are getting and does it lead to neglecting self-care or do you find that balance quite easy? For sure. I think I'm in a relationship now and I feel like uh, and also in past relationships, I give everything to my relationship because I'm so in love with this person and I'm, I want it to work out and I want it to be the most perfect magical relationship the whole time. I often see I try to live like my relationship is like I'm living in a fucking movie and I'm like, it needs to be perfect the whole time. And I, I think for sure you can almost get drained and you forget about looking after yourself and you forget about how to be, mm. the, for me to be the best possible version of me, I need to spend some time by myself and work on myself as well as my relationship. It's a difficult one, Linz, given you've only just got your head around the meaning of the word altruism. But <laughs> do you think that genuine altruism doesn't exist? I said we weren't going to get into this, but let's get into it. By the way, whole books have been written about this by biologists and psychologists. So it's not like this is an easy question. Is it possible to do something truly truly selfish they can't even find evidence for it anywhere in the animal kingdom so anywhere where an animal like is seems to be doing something for somewhere else there'll be another benefit like it's getting some sort of um bug for its guts or it's getting something from the hippo that it's pecking or, or and it's the same with people so even like bernard manning let's say my example i gave earlier he was he getting something because he was very religious where he thought he was being let off the hook for some of the vile things he was saying was he getting some sort of spiritual cleansing is true altruism even possible? So interestingly, there's an episode in Friends, and it's obviously going way back into time. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring in Vic Wittgenstein or Sartre then, but let's do Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, well, does anyone remember the episode where Phoebe was like doing something, Joey and Phoebe were like trying to do something nice without feeling good about it and it wasn't possible ah. every time they did something that benefited somebody else it made them feel good and therefore you know they got something from it that's amazing you've just literally you've literally sourced episode of friends which, which totally goes to the core of the argument i thought shit was gonna come out of your mouth but it's on the money <laughs> no but it's true it's like it's like 
so the, a few weeks ago you know you you do something really nice for me and and then i was like <laughs> keep oh, it I clean need to. keep it clean <laughs> yeah and then and then i was like i felt i felt guilty of how lovely and selfless it was so then i was like right i'm going to do something selfless for somebody else hang on a second because i know that it will help them you should have just done something selfless for me back no well, it got passed on to some other fucker <laughs> um i but then it made me feel really good it made me feel amazing and i was like oh like, you know, so I, I don't think it is possible to not feel like good after doing something kind or doing something nice. But there's nothing wrong with getting a buzz and feeling good after doing something selfless, is there, Sam? What's what's wrong? I mean, that's, it's, a bit, it's a bit Puritan to feel bad about that, isn't it? I think if you're doing it for a buzz, I think you should be doing it because you want to help someone else. You want to... But at the same time, when you do help someone, you do get a bit of a buzz. You do feel good. No, that's what I'm saying. So I did it. Not not for anything. For I did it because I knew that this person. No, I knew this person. It would have really helped them, but then seeing their reaction and getting emotional, it made me emotional. It was like, oh my god, I feel amazing doing that because it meant so much to that person. You know, when you give a gift, and obviously the gift's great, but sometimes the best thing is when they actually open the gift and seeing the reaction. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Are you better at giving a gift than receiving? I, I get slightly embarrassed when someone does stuff. Man, what fuck knows what that says about my psychology? I get awkward when, I, especially when I'm poorly, or like whatever it is, or someone's trying to help me. I, I get really embarrassed, and I constantly say thank you. I feel like I feel guilty that they've done something for me. Yeah. Even on my birthday last year, I was like, my girlfriend was like, we need to go do something, do a big party, arrange something. Absolutely not. We went to Islington to this quiet restaurant because I was like, I don't want to be around anything. I don't want any attention. Because I just feel fucking guilty that I'm taking someone's time. I'd rather not do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So your balance definitely is further skewed at the at the selfless end to the point where it is ever so slightly just eating at your ability to enjoy self as well. Because most people will be further along that scale. Yeah. Not not so anxious that they couldn't go. But I'm with you though. I've done Lindsay knew me. I've I've got better in the in the ten years we've been together. I would like you ten years ago. Yeah. I couldn't bear even an acknowledgement of my birthday. It made me feel weird. Yeah. Compliments. I'm not good with compliments. It's bizarre, isn't it? I'm a comedian. I should be lapping them up all day long and want them. But I'd rather <laughs> people just come and see and then just, you know. You like it from me though. Uh, I agree. Girlfriend giving compliments, girlfriend doing little bits, different story. But when I, when someone else who I don't spend all my fucking time with does something for me, I'm like, oh God, like someone brought me coffee the other day. Is there an intimacy to altruism then for you? Like, the, it's, it's strange that we both have that same reaction for it. It's like it breaches some sort of intimate threshold for us. Maybe that without psychologizing too much, maybe it wasn't there in abundance as children. So we're not as accustomed yeah. to receiving it. I don't know. Certainly my dad, you know, knuckle-dragging Neanderthal Dave from Essex. It wasn't really like, oh, my baby boy, you're gonna, you could do whatever you want. It was like, life, shit, good luck, I'll be yeah. in the shed. That's very similar to my dad. My dad was like, get on with it, don't cry, crack on, make sure. No, no hey, I'm not here saying I had a tough life because I fucking haven't at all. No, I'm saying like, not, no we're, not, we're not talking about, we're not talking about toughness. We're talking about this inability to, re- to receive generosity from yeah. others. It's interesting. Back to your point, I do think it's quite intimate. When it's your partner and she's there doing little things, I think it's quite, it's really quite sweet. But when other people, someone brought me coffee and it's like, oh God, don't do that again. Because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the same. What, so now bizarre. do I have to go down the shop and get you a coffee? Like, it's weird. But even when I'm on a shoot and like there's no time and I'm having my makeup, I still bring sometimes, am I exaggerating, Linz, a travel kettle, no. a pot of coffee yeah. and a self-plunging cafetiere mug. 
a TV record. And, and a boiled egg. <laughs> so that I could all, There's a runner whose only job in the world is to get some experience, hang out with me, bring food. And I'm like, no, thank you. I've brought my own boiled egg and my own coffee. <laughs> I mean, that's extreme, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Dad, why don't you come out of the shed? Um, <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take a break there. That's the end of part one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.